Now, where did I put it? Hmm. Ah, here it is. Welcome to the Toolbox, where my guests and I discuss the tools they use every day to manage life, trauma, and everything. It may not be applicable right now, but it's another tool for your toolbox. And I hope you enjoy. No, I wasn't. I'm making a sound uh, marker so I can sync the video and the audio. So when I see that big clap, I'm like, done. Um, yeah, I'm going to do an intro and then we'll fucking kick it off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tools for Toolbox. I am Chance Burles, as you know, and I cannot wait to bring you another outstanding podcast here with my good friend who I met yesterday or two days ago now. Two days ago. Two days ago. Oh, you just fucked it up. Ah, right. Yeah. D- just. Outstanding. Yeah, I no, touch nothing. Uh, you did it again. I break everything. I touch. There we I go. Triple Druid. Um, so, who are you? And uh, what is your military background? All right. Well, my name is Wade. Uh, and my military background, I started at the ripe age of 17. I joined the British Columbia Dragoons as a primary reservist. I grew up in a small farming town of Lumbee in British Columbia in the interior. Not a lot going on for jobs. So I saw a poster that said, hey, you want to be an army guy? Ooh, that sounds like something cool. So I went into the recruiting office, and which was the like RCD headquarters building. As an RCD guy, is the recruiter again. Hey, yeah, yeah, you can drive with this thing. It's really cool. I'm like, all right, let's, let's fire it up. So I signed up uh, when I was 16. I signed the dotted line, had to go home, get my mom to sign the permission slip. Yeah, like, hey, mom, I'm joining the army. She's like, cool, signed nice. away, and off you go. She's like, you're making your way. That's good. Well, okay, so, oh. and then yeah, she signed the dotted line, and. Uh, off I went. I was sworn in just after my 17th birthday, so January 17th. I was sworn in two, the year 2000. Back in the day. Back in the day. It seems so long ago, but just like yesterday. Yeah. Well, but, uh, 22 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely, yep. Damn it. 100%. So, yeah, I did uh, did that for two two years. I was a, a primary reservist. I graduated high school, hung around in Okanagan for a bit, couldn't really find steady employment. I was like an A-class bum. Yeah. Uh, or... Yeah, in class bomb. Just on the pay sheet every day, that didn't take class. I did do like one B class contract where the you're you're paid as a reg force dude for a little yep. bit and but I'm like nineteen, twenty years old, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So yeah. I uh kind of severed ties in the Okanagan. I was like, I'm going reg force. So me and my buddy that was in the R C D with me and or the B C D and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna let's go join Reg Force. All right, let's go. So off I went and uh signed the papers. Went Reg Force, of course, task I armored was not my first choice for Reg Force. It was naval electronics electrician. LCIS technician, and then armored because I was already an armored crewman. I'm like, ah, last shot. Yeah, I didn't know the ways of the army back then. Like, oh, you're already armored, you're going armored. Mm-hmm. Like, Sorry, other trades are yeah. closed. Yeah. So my buddy Too got bad. LCIS tech because he was like a hacker, brilliant kid. Right. And then I went dumb armored route, and away I went. And I was like, all right, cool. I love the RCD. Got posted to the RCD after Gagetown. Was there for eight and a half, nine years. Yeah. And then got posted to the school. Then went Air Force. I don't know how in depth you want to go with that whole story. Well, I mean, like, much well, it. so you were in the RCDs yep. for how long were you in the like the Reg Force RCDs? Eight years? Uh, no, Reg Force RCD was twelve years. Twelve years, okay. And did you go anywhere with them at any point in time? No, they left me at home. No, I did uh, <laughs> two illustrious deployments to Afghanistan. I did uh, Kabul in '05, uh, so Roto three, and did six months of awesome hanging out of there. Fucking yeah. Great time. Chilling at the pool. Oh, yeah. Russian Dang. officer's mess was amazing. It was full of bullet holes yeah. and all sorts of stuff. But the oh, pool yeah. was still there. Full of dirt. But <laughs> we chilled by the pool a few times in an OP. 
So <laughs> got some cool photos hanging out with guns. You know, hanging Yo. out, doing doing ops out of the the Queen's Palace and stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty nice. But yeah, then uh, I came home after that uh, a longer than normal deployment because uh, a plane crashed in Dubai on our way home, so we were stuck here for an extra month. Garage. And then uh, we finally got home, and they're like, "All right, cool, you're training the next roto going over." So we jumped on that, trained them up, and they're like, "Okay, you're going on the next roto over." So I went right back in 07. And I was on 107 with a lot of these boys. Yeah. Yeah. 107 was a rough one, too. Yeah. I mean, they most of them were... They were all were, were unpleasant. Really. So, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. But So, you did eight years reserve, 12 years, right? No, or two, no? two. Two as a reservist. Two as a, where did 12. I get eight years in there somewhere? Because you're an engineer failing math. Fuck, yeah, that's probably it, yeah. Uh, okay, so two <laughs> and then 12. You did 14. That, so, did you get out? You got out just recently, then? Uh, I got out, well, I OT'd in 2013 to go ASOP, yep. so I went to the Air Force side, and then, yeah, 2019, I fully released. Mm-hmm. Well, How'd the, the transition go? Painful. It was extremely painful. Painful? Like, is in, like, Air Force painful? No, it was Army painful. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Air Force standards. Yeah. Um, I got it from both ends, really, on that end. It, like, it was, it was a lot of, I, what I've agreed to now at this point, it was a self-fulfilling prof- prophecy of the old back in the day. If you're injured, you say you're injured, you're out, right? You lost yeah. your job, so yeah, you shut up. Yeah. So I, you know, sucked it up, held the pain. Had I said something years before, I'd probably still be serving. Like, mm-hmm. my body's fairly broken. I got pretty banged up on the last tour. Yeah. But uh, Air Force life was, like, not hard on the body, but mentally, I wasn't at that capacity anymore. Like, mm. I just could not deal with the constant train wreck. Yeah. I was like, I, I got to leave. Like, I'm losing my I'm losing my mind. Yeah. So I went over to the mental health side of the house, and I was like, look, man, I'm done. I, I cannot deal with this any longer. I'm getting so much stress from my current job. The stuff I thought I'd buried and was dealt with, it's keeping me up at night. Like, yeah. I'm flashing, I'm thrashing, I'm, like, getting aggressive. I'm angry at everybody all the time for no reason. Yeah. I'm like, this is not cool. And uh, so, like, okay, well, let's let's start unwrapping this. So, they brought me in right away. And they're like, okay, so what's currently bogging you today? And I was like, wow. And I went off on my stuff. And uh, <laughs> everything. Oh man, how much tape you got? Because it's yeah. a long time. So yeah, we. Uh, I gave that up, and I was like, all right. So this is what's going on, but this is what I'm. What's keeping me up at night is not what's currently bothering me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, tell us more about that. So I got into the 107 tour, and what was keeping me up from that night? And uh, they're like, oh yeah, we definitely, definitely uh, diagnosed, definitely, definitely PTSD. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I I kind of knew that, but you try to avoid that sticker as long yeah. as you can, right? Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, it took about 10 years for them to finally slap it on me. And I was like, at this point, it's a badge of honor because I think I fucking earned that stuff. Yeah. So it put me through hell, but it made me stronger in the end. And yeah. I'm at that point now where I'm climbing out of that hill. And now I'm outside of that trench and I'm looking back going, damn, that was a dark-ass place. Yeah. And then yeah. you look over and see someone else in that hole and you're like, hey, bud, need a hand? <laughs> what you up to? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? How, how you doing down there? And, then, and you know, if they were like, yeah. grr, grr, and then I'm ready to climb out, cool. Yeah. Just do holding pattern, hang yeah. out and just dig up. <laughs> every now and then every now and then you know kick a rock on them like you can use that stand on eh? yeah yeah just a uh, little, little little tap hey little buddy tap. what's I, going on i was there too you know yeah so if you could like you go back a few years now you could go back to yourself and be like dude what what would you say like what how would you make your transition a little bit easier what would i have done i don't know, I don't know. I don't even. Know, I don't think I would have listened to myself back then either. Okay, like, well, the blinders were on at that point. How how would you get yourself to listen? Like, what would it have taken for you to go? Oh fuck! Time, time, <laughs> time was the only thing. That's a good one. 
there was nothing there at that point in time. Yeah. Patience sometimes is all you can do, right? Yeah. And just you got to wait through it. You got to trust the yeah. process, right? Yeah. Like I did uh, a program a few years ago out in Perth, Project Trauma Support, mm-hmm. and they changed my outlook of thinking on life completely. Yeah. And it was a uh, one of those things that opened up my eyes to there's a better way than where you're at right now. Yeah. And you just need to change your mentality and mindset. Here's the option. This this is a path you could take, or you can keep going the same way you're going. Yeah. This one's more appealing. And you're kind of like, yeah, the self-pity stuff's getting a little... A little old. A little old. Yep. And then you look back and you see the destruction that's caused. Right? It's when you step off that path. And then you see it and you're like, shit, now it's kind of remorseful. But it's for remorseful healing, right? And I was like, I got a lot of atonement to make. Like, I, said, I apologize to people. Like, you don't need to apologize. It's That was then. This is now. Yep. You know, you're, you're doing you now. And I was like, it's true, but I uh, kind of was a dick and I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm aware of it now. Yep. And I like, oh. That's appreciated, but you don't need it. Yeah. The, this is the best part about it is, like, to be able to sit and look back on it. Yeah. And go, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? And, I mean, that sometimes it can that can lead you down a rabbit hole. But getting to a point where you can look at it and go, that was dumb. But I'm glad I got it out of my system when I was, like, 30 or yeah. 20 or fucking whatever, right? It's like, okay. <sighs> at least now I see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's... I'm kind of at that that point of a midlife crisis, right? Just turned forty. Yeah. Life is life is going off the rails because it's crazy, it's busy, and it's awesome. Yeah. But you got that looming cloud of the past crap hanging on you. Like this is dragging me down, man. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much potential of awesome forward. Why am I still hanging on to this? How do I shed it off? Yeah. You know, how do you start? How do you start carving that away to get rid of it? How do you how do you cut it? Well, you don't have a knife strong enough to cut that rope right now. Yeah. So a lot of it's just yeah, time, patience, and just be observant to what's around you and pick up as many hints and tricks and tricks as you can. Right? Yeah. What got you to uh, the Pegasus jump? I love the worldwide interwebs. Uh, social media was the big one for me on that one. I live local here to it, so it just popped up in my feed. Of yeah. Something you might be interested in is the drop zone here. Yeah. And then the oh, Pegasus thing came through, and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I wonder what it's about. And so I kind of clicked on it. Oh, there's a link. Oh, wow. It's Oh, it's for vets. It's local. Mm. Hey, this could be something I'd be interested in. It's kind of the thing I'm looking for right now. So I looked at my wife. I'm like, hey, what do you think about me doing some skydiving? She's just kind of like, cool. That's what Give you want to do. <laughs> Give her. <laughs> All right. So I wrote the email, and then I, then I linked it to everybody I could think of, like, this path of healing. I've been doing a little bit of self-growth and research right on myself. Yeah. So this is at the point where I'm like, all right, now I'm going to throw this to anyone else I think can benefit to get to the point where I'm at. So even if you're not there, this option is here for when you're ready. So I just fired it off to like everybody I could think of in my my veteran friends list, and I just bombarded them for like three days. I'm like, "Hey man, the the deadline to sign up, the deadline to sign up is uh, this day. Make sure you get the deadline. Hey, are you signing up?" And they're like, "Oh my god, man!" A couple of friends really intended to, but then life happened and they couldn't. Yeah. And then a few buddies actually did that I knew. And like, I was like, "All right, come on up. This is gonna be great." Yeah. And so and then I'm meeting a whole bunch of new friends, which is even I think even better. Well, how's it been so far then? You've been, been, been here for what? What two days? Two days, yeah. Two, three days. I can't even remember anymore. Feels so like a lifetime already. My but... brain is like, um, but like thoughts on it so far. What do you think? Uh... Oh god, this has been the best, best thing. I've got a new addiction, and it's with a bunch of people that I would consider in my tribe. Yeah, like these guys have the same mentality, the same mindset. They were at the same point in their life. Where like it depend. It didn't even matter the age group. It was just at this certain point of your life, life lesson. Yeah, you're at this point of figuring shit out. Like these guys all got it, and they're like. We're starting the light bulbs turning on. We're hitting. Yeah, and it's it's great to like everyone's here to build each other up. 
There's no one here to tear you down for no reason. You got nothing to prove to anybody but the guy you were yesterday. Yeah. And I love it. Like, everyone here has that same mentality. Like, I'm not, there's no pokey chest of, I did this, and like, which a lot of guys fear when they go to vet things. Yeah. But stuff like this, it's meant for actually like, actual healing. A lot of guys are like, I'm here for me. And if you're along for the ride, too, that's cool, man. Like, that's sweet. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. I, I, I'm cheering in your section, man. I hope you do great and get everything you want out of this. And it's been that way so far with everyone i've run into yeah i've no- been noticing like the moment i got here no one was awkward no there's yeah. been a couple of people who were like a little hesitant, shy and little hesitant shy, but no awkward but there's no awkwardness and in the moment you're like you held out your hand you're like hey man what's up and they were like hey dude what's going hey, on doing? Yeah, yeah, and everyone would start chatting and everyone's laughing and it uh it's been quite the environment because like not a lot of times can you get this many people directly involved in something in a oh, stressful yeah. environment outside of their house blah 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 blah, blah. And, be totally and, chill about and it. everybody's chill and there's dogs and cats and fucking whatever right like <laughs> uh there's fucking kids running around and everyone's just having a blast i have yet to see anybody like shoulder check be grumpy well not even that just like to be worried yeah right like i could be chilling with my boys at you know at wherever but there's always every so often somebody is like yeah. Right. There's that little like, are, are we okay? I haven't seen a single one, not nope. one in all the conversations everywhere we've been standing. People are walking back and forth and laughing and talking. Blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. Even when my kids were here today watching me jump, they were running up down the fence line. And normally, I'm not a helicopter parent, but I'm like a very safety oriented yeah, yeah, parent. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm just watching them go. I'm like, there's lots of people over there. Those people got my kids. I trust them. They're strangers uh, to me. Yeah. But I trust them with my kids because they're my people. Yeah. I get it. Right. And it's like. Now the kids going on. I still got visual on the kids. They're running up. They run to the trailer, grab their snacks, come running on back. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, man. <laughs> sometimes you got to get into a position where you can just let it all go. And you know, I was doing a chat earlier with the uh, that that crew of people, and they were like, "I've never seen so many relaxed people jumping out of planes." And it's like, yeah, like we're stressed, obviously, I'm stressed. right? I'm but, terrified every time the door opens. Man. Yeah, but right. not outside of that. Right, yeah. like just everyone's ki- chill and cool and talking and ex- just expressing themselves and actually like making connections and yeah. developing each set. Right, and it's been yeah, it's it has been not such a cool experience. Not a single discussion with anybody has it been a my career was better because it's yeah. just hey man, I did this. What did you do? Because I'm genuinely interested. Yeah. What was your path? Yeah, it's not a I'm holding it above you because I I was this trade or I did this and you were only that. It's like cool man that was, that's a really cool you had a really wicked career that's awesome yeah it's like genuinely interesting you're not trying to one-up anyone well this, this is, is this is the way and it. uh this is the way it is this is i say it all the time i, I saw the mandalorian i was like fuck yes <laughs> the greatest light ever. <laughs> um so what do you what is what does something like this mean especially like so like you said you have friends on this list I have friends on this list, and I mean, every time yeah. I do a veterans event, every time I've done a gathering of some sort, each one has a different little feel to it, a different little vibe to it. There's there's lots of uh, nervousness and all that stuff, oh, yeah. but like sitting through, watching others push themselves to a little bit and throw, do something a little outside of their comfort zone or 
something that they've absolutely been scared shitless of for their life. Like oh, Toby yeah. and I went up, and he would the whole time. Oh, yeah, he's terrified. Like, fucking terrified. Terrified. Right? And yet, he watched me fucking uh, <laughs> flap my wings, trying to fucking catch catch up to the plane again, right? And uh, and then still got out on the fucking strut and still jumped. Still. And he'll probably do another one tomorrow. Got Jack, and he did it, right? Yeah. It's been uh, it's been pretty cool, but what is what does something like this mean to you? What does like this gathering mean right now? I see it as a way forward, right? Yeah. Like it's it's for me. I, I I feel the new addiction. Like I I've got up to five jumps now. Tomorrow's my first pull my own clear on shoot. shoot. Nice. Pull my own shoot tomorrow. Fuck. I'm like, <sighs> I, mean, I could have done it tonight, but I was like, I, I think I stopped. Ah, oh, you're oh, no, breaking shit good. again. Uh, I'll come back there. There you go. Okay, just don't touch the cord. There we go. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you know I'm going to touch it again. Yeah. But, uh... Fucking Dragoon. Break everything gotta, I touch. Just gotta touch it. I gotta touch it! Unlike, unlike Midas, everything I touch turns to shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... No, it was, uh... A great experience. Like, I'm... I'm I am... I think I'm addicted to skydiving. Like, I, I heard their stories of them coming in tonight on their... Their final check ride for... Yeah. Of our instructors. And I was yeah. like, man, that's... That's so cool to see. Like talking to this guy today i had no idea he was checking out today he was just cool collected did his job did his thing but as soon as the they were allowed to do their thing and you know they got rid of us monkeys yep. they're like all right now it's your turn you're up and they came back and the, you could hear them from like 100 feet up just yeah. hooting and hollering having a great time I'm like i wonder what they did above that cloud cover because that was amazing yeah and i want to i want to be in there i, I want to try that yeah you know i, I want to wait and see what it's like to fall from ten thousand feet now that'd be fucking Let's cool see. so i, th- I think it would be a little different than like the uh the feeling of letting go at, well, you've done a couple higher now, right? Because we did, what, 3,500? Nope. 3,500 so far for every time you practice, okay. are still 3,500. And then tomorrow's 4,000. Okay. So. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Give me that little bit extra time you, in case I mess up. Are you going to do the strut or are you just going to like, <gasps> I think you still have to strut release. Okay. Yeah, because they have to still watch you go to make sure you get the release and all and that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, so. Uh, yeah. how, how, what's your timing on the, uh, on the release? Like, you're going to let go. Count what and so then pull. The arch thousand, reach thousand, pull thousand, arch thousand, two thousand, check canopy, which okay. was for today. Yeah. But tomorrow it's going to be added that extra five thousand for the canopy release because okay. it's that arch pull, and then you add that up to five thousand for your canopy to actually open. So yeah. you're free falling for good five, five six, six seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. So they say you got to trust that arch, otherwise you're going to be kind of looping. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm glad I stopped kicking my legs today. Because they're like, "Yeah, you're good to go now." Stamp think, of approval. Man. I think between the two of us on our first jumps, we probably could have caught that fucking plane. Oh, man. easily. Yeah. Like Road Runner, man. Would have been there. Popeye uh, with a spinach. So what? Uh, what? What do you think you've been your biggest lesson so far uh, from being here, being in this crew, being uh, surrounded by all these fucking cool people, and having like, what's your biggest? My biggest takeaway right now is to trust people again. Oh. That was my my thing i could not trust people for years yeah like and not for no fault of their own they're probably totally trustworthy people but i just had too many people fail me in the past they're like yeah i don't know people aren't that trustworthy <laughs> i'm like no no i, I just don't give you the time today nope yeah nope but ironically enough around every vet that i've come across there's that instant trust I'm like i know you got my back even though i don't know you yeah so coming here and then i'm working intermixed with vets and civilians doing the packing i was like well I trust these dudes who trust those people to pack the chute that they're falling from. Yeah. I trust them too. Yep. So it's that instant like, all right, it's either, either I just don't do it or I 
you know, do a gut check and be like, all right, I have to trust these people that they're not going to kill me today. All right. Here we go. Whee! And they haven't let me down yet. Yeah, so far, I mean, you're still I've, walking. And... I've had two twists and a couple of other fun bits, but... Oh. Yeah, but nothing... How was the, how was the twist? It well, was fun. I... That was my, my last jump today. I had a twist in it on yeah. my final perfect arch release. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, of course, her camera just missed it. Yeah, of course. So I didn't get to see it in the footage, but she's like, oh, I watched you go, and it was beautiful. I was like, yeah. thanks for not looking at me to see it. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Thank you. Because uh, I don't want to see that at all. I don't want to see that at all as a memory. Yeah. Like, that's when I peaked, and it was awesome. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was uh, yeah, perfect release. Shoot opened. I checked the canopy. I looked up, and it had, like, about two twists in it. Yeah. I was like, well, that's fun. Yeah, that's not, that's okay. not, that's not correct. Just, uh, yeah, I started yeah. pulling, kick, and, yeah, popped right out of it. Shoot fully inflated. Riser came right down, locked into place, and I was good to go. So. Good to go, yeah. yeah. There was no panic, no no issue. I still looked down. I was like, wow, I'm still really high up. That was dealt with pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Strong winds today, so you kind of like stayed stationary the entire time until you turned to come in and yeah. land. So it was, every turn was, you turned a little bit, and it, would, it would force you hard. Yeah. So you had to do like a 180 to stay in place, but it was great, great today. Yeah. This has been, it's been such a cool experience. And I mean, watching everybody else fucking like leap themselves out of planes and fucking getting yeeted out of a plane it just it's yeah. such a it's such a cool fucking experience to watch everybody else do it and then watch some of the landings and some of them are clean and some of them aren't and like i mean fucking jason looked like he shit himself on the way down <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i think the greatest thing about it is after everyone lands no matter how shitty their landing was they get up and they're like okay i know what i can do better next time yeah. and everyone's like man that was amazing yeah like and they're self-critiquing so hard already instead of just accepting for what it was like, that was that was awesome i walked yeah. away from it Sure, I'll do better next time, or I'll try to. It's really some of the things you can't change. Yeah. Just accept it for what it was, and you walked away from it. It was amazing. What do you think the biggest, uh, what's been your biggest issue? Like, biggest challenge so far getting, with with the jumping itself? Uh, I think the biggest thing is facing my own fear. of Just being able to let it go and trust. Because yeah. once you get on that wing, like, you have to trust completely. And up to that stage, if everybody who worked to get you to that point. And then you got to trust yourself. Because yeah. when I pull tomorrow... That's it's it. I'm the only one doing it. Yeah. So up to they've held me so far. Now it's on me. Yeah. Fly, little birdie, fly, <laughs> and it's all on me at this point. So that that in itself and facing it is is, is a terrifying reality. Like I'm I'm responsible for myself. Yep. And uh, I'm responsible for a bunch of other people too. But I'm doing this crazy ass thing. I'm gonna jump out of an airplane, and if by chance, knock on wood, something you know terrible happens, I'm not going home to my kids. So yeah. I got to think about them. But at the same time, I'm like. Well, I trust these dudes. It, the statistics are, I think it's a pretty, pretty safe, good, yeah. safe thing to do. Yeah. It's exhilarating. I feel like you're dancing with death for about that first five seconds until that shoot opens. Yeah. And I think that's the, the thrill of excitement of you're doing that bit, but you know there's a safe, tranquil, peaceful ride on the way home, so you can get right zen with your head. So you're fighting those demons for about five, ten seconds, yeah. and you're fighting them. Yeah. And then you get that peaceful, and all is right. So that absolute little bit of total chaos for about five seconds, for about a minute and a half total piece, that ratio, I can deal with that, and it gives me 10 seconds to kick the shit of them demons again. Yeah. And take that big, take back that fight, right? Yeah. So that's what it's becoming for me now. So before this, before realizing that you love to fly with the birdies. I like to be a bird. <laughs> before you realize that, what kind of, uh, what kind of tools do you have? What kind of thing, what did, what did you use the most to, to so, really manage? All right, you want to see the transitional story of how it was yeah, like the dude. really bad tools into the scrap that to the good tools? It's almost like this podcast is called something that. like that. 
perhaps even has the general feeling of that is what I want, oh. and that's why I asked the question. Oh, I thought <laughs> I was the tool. <gasps> yeah, no. You know. Well, I mean, I, well, yeah, but yeah. also you're not, not wrong. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, but yeah. Uh, what do so you think? initially, huh, I'm wrong enough as I lift one. This was a as for my, many of us when we go back into tours, this was a, a prime yep. substitute for feelings. Yep. Why feel anything when you can just feel drunk? Right? Yeah. Just push it back on top of the bottle. This weighs it down. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a, a lot a lot of the beers and the, the heavy drinking. And then uh, once I started realizing and, you know, wanting to maintain the relationship I was in, it was, that needs to kind of cut itself out. So mm-hmm. we're going to scale that back. And, well, I need to find something else. But now I'm being faced with some demons. So how do I deal with them? Uh, it went from that to a lot of nothing and just bottling it up more and just trying to find a way to release it, but not knowing how. Yeah. So I tried boxing for a little bit, um, but due to the IEDs and whatnot, shoulders are like, we're not playing this <laughs> The game. semi-violent nature of the sport? Yeah, no. And, you know, when you got a lot of pent-up aggression, you're hitting harder than you probably should. Yeah. So you're already busted shoulders. You're going, please stop. Yeah. Like, you're just hurting yourself. Sure, you feel temporary relief because you're getting lost in the pain, but... Yeah. Please stop. Yeah. So I, you know, gave that up, and then uh, you know, I kept searching, and I wanted to do a lot more. Once I started kids, they became kind of my outlet. Yeah, I was like, all right, like you guys are my my reason for being now. Regardless of the crap I'm dragging, I'm just I'm dragging a heavy ass bag, but I'm gonna run with you as best I can. So I was yeah. burning myself out by not releasing a lot of crap. Yeah. So I still felt that I was had a bunch of stuff I needed to deal with, and it's like it's gonna start spilling over out of that satchel into my kids. Yeah. I don't want that generational trauma. Like, I had enough of it for myself. Yep. Let's just stop it. So there was a lot of, like, all right, what programs are out there? So when I was starting to do the medical release, they're like, there's not a lot for serving vets right now. But when you get out, I'm like, well, what good does that do? Yeah. You wait till we're totally messed before you try to fix us? Well, thanks for that. Yeah. So. Welcome I, to the Army. <laughs> right? And thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, right? Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, thankfully that mentality is slightly changing a bit, I think, now. But um, at that time, there was nothing. There was nothing for serving diet, so I had to wait till I got out. Yeah. And then once I got out, it was, uh, like I said, Project Trauma Support in Perth was the first program I attended after my release. Like, I had my DWD party. All my buddies flew in, surprised mm-hmm. the shit out of me, and they're like, yeah, dude. And they kept walking to my house one after another. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, how many more fucking people are going to show up at my house? Man? Like, yeah. All these people came in from all over Canada. They, like, celebrate my retirement out of the military, mm-hmm. forceful retirement. You're too broken. You gotta leave. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yes, I have decided to retire at this point. I, in time. I, I go disgracefully <laughs> angry, but thank you. But yeah. yeah, so I left, and you know, they, they, they. It was amazing, man. These guys showed up, and like you had an exemplary career. You did great things. Look at the amount of people here to support you. Yeah. And that's kind of where the light bulb kind of started to turn. I'm like, maybe I'm not the big bag I keep telling myself I am because yep. a lot of I'm dragging stuff with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so these guys came from anywhere, everywhere, all over Canada. That means something. I'm gonna make it mean something. Yeah, I need to be better. So I owe it to these guys to be better. Yep. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this. So uh, a buddy of mine that I was on tour with sent me the link to this Project Trauma Support. And he's like, all right, you need to do this. Yeah. Like, I just completed it, and I think it would actually help us. And I was like, all right, I trust you enough, man. Like, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, my crew commander from overseas that right sent on. it to me. Yeah. So I was like, all right, bud, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. So I, I sign up for it, and uh, you get a phone call from the lady who runs it. Right? She's trauma is her specialty. She's like an MD, 
lots of acronyms. Yeah. Super smart, awesome, amazing lady. So she gives me a personal phone call like two days later. I'm looking at my phone, I'm like, I don't know these people. And I normally don't answer numbers. I don't know who they're from. Mm-hmm. But I was like, uh, all right. And she's like, hello, how are you? And this peaceful, like, voice of an angel talking to you. And I was like, hello, funny lady. What's <laughs> going on? And she's like, so you want to tell me some stories? And I was like, sure. So I elaborate a bit. And she's like, I think, yeah, you'd be a right fit for this cohort coming up. We got yeah. one coming up shortly. You're in, you're on. And how soon can you get to the airport? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Like, so it's like, when? In like two, three days. I'm gone for six days. Nice. So I was like, oh, oh uh, hey, honey, so uh, yeah. got to go, apparently. Yeah. And she's like, peace out. Free mental health. See you later. Bye. Have yeah. a good time. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, thanks for holding the fort. So yeah. off she goes. They're off I go. And uh, land in Perth, do the program. I've been sworn to secrecy. I can't tell you about it. But I recommend you go if you want to find out. Right. Um, so, yeah, Fucking I come back. Secret squirrel, secret squirrel kind of shit. It kind of is. Man, yeah. 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 And uh, I literally came back a changed man. Excellent. Uh, everybody Excellent. on our cohort did, and to this day, there's, I think maybe two, that kind of, it really wasn't for them. It wasn't their jam, but yeah. there's still a large majority of them that were on a group chat. We check in every day with each other. Mm-hmm. Hey man, how's it going? It's like a mini tribe, right? That we grew together as. Uh, so that sort of that prompt of it's maybe a tribe I'm looking for. Yeah. These guys are strewn over Canada too, right? This program is international or national. Yeah. yeah. So I was like. Canada is not a little country. <laughs> no, no oh, man, I, I, I got a story for that too. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so I was like, I need, I need like a tribe mentality of, I just need to find my people who get me. And after I left the army, went to the air force, I did not fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, twelve mm-hmm. and a half years in the army world, hard army mm-hmm. to air crew, well, not just air like force, air crew, dragoon army. So hey, they're they're hard because they're <laughs> under. The softest things out there. We gotta drive around in vehicles and like, hey man, hang out in places and drive some other like, yeah. But but, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll specify. I was I was I was promised to be qualified leopard. Twelve and a half years wearing a Bambi. I was recce my whole career, mm-hmm. so I was in a coyote. So I was I was infantry with a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a way, like half infantry with half. a car. Well, that's what infantry with a car is. You drive to the location, you get out, you walk around a bit, you kick some stones, you get back in, you drive home. Yeah, but on that note, then then I didn't have to walk there and then walk all the way home. I, w- I wasn't Forrest Gump with no bike, right? <laughs> I was. I didn't have to run everywhere. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> run, dragoon, run! <laughs> no, I don't want to. No, my yeah. kit carries me. I don't yeah. carry my kit. Okay. I mean, well, I mean that's probably a smarter way to do it, right? Work you, smarter, you not harder. With yeah. the combat arms, you gotta you gotta preserve some badness. Yeah. Well, guess, when yeah. they gave us the E Lab, we were all like, "Oh yeah, sweet." We can drive around and they're like, well, I mean, well, no. kind of, but you, you have all this gear that you're not going to use, that you can't detach, and uh, yeah, have fun with that. We're like, yeah. can, can the blade do anything? And they're no. like, no. It, no. No. You'll, you'll bust you joints just doing it. I'm like, yeah, you'll blow the differentials and try to push anything. Sweet. Oh. Let's put a winch on it that can't even hold, it, hold its own weight. Yes. That was a great idea. That was a fantastic idea. Yeah. The the hydraulic... Uh, uh, which we have the hydraulic chainsaw set on the on the on the top yeah. for for just no reason. Like, yeah, we have a whole hydraulic set that you can shoot off the top of our vehicle. Sounds like a plan. More of a zombie apocalypse vehicle than anything. Really, but yeah, it, but it wouldn't work. We'd hit like one zombie, and the whole thing would fall over. You can't push anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway carry on with the story. Yeah. So <laughs> we got into it there. As <laughs> <laughs> what happens, you, know, you yeah. share your love of these certain vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Okay. I totally forget where I was now. Uh, we were talking about um, infantry with a car. Infantry with a car. 
Yeah. And uh, what were some of the tools you did finish project uh, trauma support and all that stuff? Finished, yeah, finished PTS. I uh, came home looking for a tribe. And yeah. I was like, all right, so I need I need that 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 bond of people. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm missing that aspect of it because when I got released right before COVID hit. Yeah. All, you know, all my buddies that were everywhere from all over Canada, they all flew home. COVID hits, and I was going through school at the time because uh, I was on the voc rehab program. Yep. Let's train you to be functional in society, even though we know you're broken. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give it a best shot. So what am I going to need? Okay. So, you know, kind of looking around them. What's always in need? Power. People always need power. People need power. Yeah. I want to produce my own power. Mm. Maybe they'll train me to be an electrician. So I go into the JPSU office and I was like, um, so I'm not going to go and hand out basketballs while I'm waiting to get released at the gym. That's yeah. just not what I'm going to do. Yep. I'm going to go to school. And they're kind of like, oh, you are? He's like, yep. So I'd like an ILP written up and approved for the uh, Electrician Foundation Program in uh, North Island College, Campbell River. And they kind of cock their heads like, would you now? I'm like, yes. Um, I'm not just going to sit here and waste my time. Yeah. I'm going to start stacking the cards in my favor because, honestly, I don't trust you guys to look after me after yeah. this long. Very smart. Yeah. So, no, I'm going to do something that I'm going to need later. And they're like, oh, well, well, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, you can see what you're going to do. And yeah. that's exactly it because I've already done the homework for you. It's approved through this. You can do it this way. I've already made the BPSO appointment. They're going to approve with the ILP. Uh, so basically you just sign off and say that you approve me doing this. Yeah. And they're kind of like, wow, you're productive. I'm like, cause I don't trust you. Yeah. What part of that you don't understand? I don't trust people to look after me. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay. So when does it start? I'm like, it starts in like three weeks. So in that three weeks, sure. I can work at the gym if you need me to or whatever it was. Yeah. So, uh, I ended up working down as a groundskeeper down at the local campground right on Air Force Beach in Comox. Okay. I was like, this is amazing. I'm yeah. driving all by myself on a lawnmower all day. Big lawn tractor, just cleaning up sites that are vacant. People have gone. I yeah. just go in, restock things all by myself. Chop firewood when I need to. Totally on my own, doing my own thing. And being productive to the campground. Yeah. So I'm like, like a little background D. Everyone leaves me alone. I'm mm-hmm. just doing my thing. And I get to work in one of the best, beautiful views in all of the, the island of... You overlook all these glacier mountains of the mainland. You're over the water. You see whales jumping. You're it's a wicked campground. Yeah. So I'm like, I like this. This is a peaceful thing. So that started like a, a part of the, the healing of the peace side of things. Uh, I'd ride my motorcycle down, kick there, have a coffee first thing. And the boss was so max relaxed, ex-MWO Navy. Nice. And he's just like so relaxed, runs the campground. He's like, you do you, man. I, I have a list of tasks. Uh, if you can pick some off that and choose them at your will, that'd be great. Yep. So the first one, he's like, yeah, we need the, the like little pavilion buildings painted down at the main campground. Uh, down on the beach. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I go down there, bucket of paint and a roller. There's four posts and half a roof. Like, took me like 20 minutes, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for the, literally watching the paint dry and I was watching the, watching the ocean, beautiful beach. There's hardly anyone there. It's like eight in the morning. Yeah. Was, this is really awesome. This is, this is my job right now. I'm getting paid to do this too because I snapped at work. Yeah. This, this is a better transition. I'm finding my peace because everyone is leaving me alone and doing my own thing. So he comes down to check on me. And I've already got, like, maybe three or four coats of paint on this thing. Like, it's looking pretty good. Yep. Picnic tables are done that he didn't ask to, but they needed to be done. So, they're getting done, too. And he comes out and like, what the hell? I'm like, sorry, did I do something wrong? He's like, no. I just wanted that done. I didn't expect any of this. Like, wow. Like, well, it needed to be done. So, it got done. Yep. And he's kind of like, okay. 
um, well, at this rate, I have maybe three days worth of stuff for you to do, and you're here for a little longer than that. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll find stuff to do. Like, it's a campground. There's always maintenance. It can always be better. Yeah. Right? You can always improve the hide. Yeah. So he's like, all right, man. <laughs> you have the keys to the palace. I'm not even yeah. going to bother you. <laughs> the, the, the RCD yeah. setting up fucking bivouac <laughs> procedure. Like, oh, yeah, I got this. You got the hibachi barbecue set up? Yeah. We're good? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we make it. Any idiot can be uncomfortable in the field, right? Especially yeah. when you got lavish coffee pot shit first thing in the back. Right? Yeah. Like an actual craft coffee pot. Got an AC inverter. For all yeah. You know. So, yeah. Which I think is hilarious that our, that all of our the labs have fucking teapots. Just because the British have teapots. Yeah. And we're like, fuck it. Yeah. Well, fine. We're part of that colony. Fucking teapots. Yeah. Let's put a teapot in. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> so, we modified. Yeah. So, after you did uh, after you did that, you went to school and you... Did school. Handed that out, or was it more like a like a slog? Uh, no, I, I got the the award for top candidate first year. You know, based not to pat my own back, but That's fucking rock not that school. it was. <laughs> Look, man, I'm like this 38 year old dude going to college that's attached to a high school, and all these like it's a foundations electrician. So yeah. you got a bunch of grade 12 guys who are completing their grade 12 year as going into a red seal trade yeah so i got all these really young dudes and there was maybe two other guys that were around my age or a bit older and they're doing career changes from like architectural design to electrician because they just wanted to change things up or, yeah you know one guy was mandated by wcb he had to do something different that's what he chose and uh then there me there's me and i'm thinking, really like so what's your story you know, like you're coming in the instructor and i are walking down to the the first day of meet and greet and he's like oh i'm just getting out of the army and i'm being released out so i had to find a trade that I think would be in demand and I would actually be, to f- be able to feed my family if the system collapsed. And he kind of laughs like, oh, I was in the army. What'd you do? I was like, oh, I was, uh, I was armored. He's like, me too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah? He's like, but uh, yeah, I was a Strathcona. And I just turn over and I, I like spit out of him. And he's like, oh, you son of a bitch, you were a dragoon. <laughs> like, yeah, but. <laughs> like, oh. So that instant bond was there, right? And I was yeah, like, yeah, this is good. Right this is going to be a good class because day one, I meet the instructor and he's an ex-army dude. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a piece of cake. Yeah. I, I think I'm good. My, my nerves of going back as a grumpy old guy in school and all these young kids, I'm like, I'm going to be okay because I know he's got me now. So I'm like, we're good. Yeah. So I just tucked myself in the corner, did my work, and rocked all. I had him for all, actually three out of the four years that I went to school. And then the fourth year was during COVID. So it was at home on a computer. Yeah. I had a different instructor anyway, different learning style. And I was just like, I, I took as much as I could from it. But at the very end of that fourth year, you write the IP for your Red Seal. Yeah. And I missed it by three points. So I was like, apparently I know enough, but not enough. Right? Yeah. I, I know Army enough, but not Electrician enough. Yeah. Because you need 70 in the Okay. On that one, right? And I was like 60, 68, 67. Like, it's a tough environment to step into, man. School is not tough. an easy thing to go from the it's Army tough. all of a sudden. I went, uh, I went to Olds College and uh, for an equine science diploma. Nice. And what uh, I thought it was going to be how to run a ranch. Like the the it was a business entrepreneur entrepreneurship and innovation equine science diploma. So I was like, how to start your own ranch. This is what I'm thinking, right? How to start your own ranch, what things you need to worry about, the the finances of it all, that right. kind of stuff, right? No. It was glorified riding lessons. And out of a class of forty five, there were two dudes. I was one of them. Out of the 43 remaining people, actually out of the 44 remaining people, four of them were over 20. Yeah. And I was 
Master Corporal Burles, who had just finished being a fucking recruit instructor. Now, can you imagine how well that went? Listen here. <laughs> I fucking and I had just gotten new hearing aids and like I'm deaf as fuck and I fucking <laughs> so the first day I sit down and these fucking girls just say Shut and I'm like oh my god okay I can't do this I take my hearing aids out and then I can't hear the teacher talk so I put my hearing aids back in and then all I can hear is fucking I'm like I'm gonna fucking kill somebody it's day one and I'm gonna snap some fucking necks <laughs> and uh and they did the same thing they were like hey everybody let's stand up and talk about what you've done and it's like high school high school high school high school high school like my daddy's ranch my fucking blah 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 yeah. all these things right and I stand up I'm like yeah I did eight years in the uh, Canadian Forces fucking tour of Afghanistan I was a combat engineer I blew shit up yeah I'm here to learn about horses <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> he's a scary man <laughs> don't talk to him he's weird uh, but yeah, it, I mean, it's a tough environment to go from oh, yeah. army life into school. Yeah, and I had that. I had a slow transition. Like it was hard army. Well, we covered that already. Hard. Yeah. It was army uh, into air crew lifestyle. So you're, you're going like sleeping in the dirt. To well, we still slept under the stars. We just only four at a time, right? It's, yeah. Yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, room service is late sometimes. Oh, man. And fucking... Wi-Fi goes down. Oh, it was shit, hard, man. Right? That, yeah, that that's hard living. I no longer say. dig in, you check yeah. in. It was. It was Did tough. they change your sheets every day or like twice uh, a day? Well, it depends. Like, we're trying to be water conservative, right? So, <laughs> maybe at least every one or two days. Yeah. Know, really neat. Yeah. After a hard day of flying, it's you want to come home something soft and supple to snuggle you to sleep yeah it's, yeah it's tough did you get any like massage or uh cairo or any of that stuff while oh, you were oh cairo definitely yeah 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 okay well let's yeah. get back into it. the uh <laughs> the actual actual, healing the actual tools for the toolbox here like um what what was like what's one of the things that really checked in the box that you did that you were like okay yeah that was fucking i needed to do that the big thing was I started journaling. Oh. I was getting my thoughts on paper yeah. and being able to visualize and see because my thoughts were very fleeting, right? You know, that old PTSD bird goes, you're like, I'm on a really good track. And then you get sideswiped by a train. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, I'll catch that one later, I guess. <laughs> what the fuck just happened there? And then, yeah. and then you're, you know, wake up from your rage after whatever just happened. You're like, okay, what was I thinking about? And you can't even remember. And you're like, yeah. God damn it. I should really write shit down. Yeah. So it, it's really started as a collective Google family calendar for me and my wife because mm-hmm. I could never remember anything. So I'm like, if it's not in the calendar, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Literally, like, if you put brush teeth at 820, I have to regiment my life to, like, literally time appreciation days of every minute is counted for, otherwise nothing gets done. Yeah. I will just sit there and stare off into space. And it's not like I'm on social media scrolling. I deleted most social media from off my phone. Mm-hmm. So I had to stare, literally stare off into space and be like, I should be doing something right now, but I don't know what. Yep. Uh, what could I be doing? Well, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. By the time I didn't make a decision, the day's done. I'm like, well, shit, nothing got done today. Yeah. So yeah, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> man, I got three kids at home. They're, life's crazy enough as it is. So yep. if I'm not on top of things, I'm I'm behind the eight ball huge. I'm I'm yeah. It's all my wife's dealing there. with four kids. Yeah. So I'm like, I I want to be a contributing member. Please help me. Uh, write things down, and I will put a list, to do list. Overwhelmed with life, to do list. I recommend it. Write things down. Break it down. <laughs> so I started doing that with my thoughts of things I'm like, all right, my to do list is getting done. I have a little bit of free time. What do I do with that free time? Well, I'm sitting here thinking about shit. Why don't I write down what I'm thinking about? So I talk to myself all the time. Well, I might as well make it a good conversation and put it on paper. 
it's like two people are here all of a sudden. So I'm, I start to scribble shit down. And you know, and there's times where it's like in the middle of the night, I'll wake up at like two, two, three to have a leak. And this thought will hit me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about something a little bit. I'm waking myself up with the process. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to go back to sleep. No, I should write that down. It's a pretty good idea. It's a good yeah. thought. Well, no, no, I'll remember it. I'll do it in the morning. So now I have this internal voice that it just screams at me. It's almost like a heavy metal. Like, no! And I was like, okay, I, I can't fight this thing. It will not. It's relentless. Yeah. And I was like, I need, okay, so I'll get up and I start scribing. And there's been times where I sat down at, it was 2.30 in the morning and like 5 o'clock, my wife comes up. She's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm wide awake. I'm, I'm chipper. I'm happy. I'm scribbling stuff down. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting my thoughts on paper. And it's not for anyone else. It's just for me. Right? It's in my yeah. little journal. I set it aside and I reread it every now and then, give myself reminders. I put like life reminders and stuff in it. It's kind of my my go to book. And I like this this helps huge. Yeah. So anything like it's turned into it started off, it's if I go back and read it, it's kinda like a a transitional journey of there's a lot of dark things I need to get out and I need to get these demons in paper so that I can like just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So I write them out and they're there. They're now on paper, they're no longer in me. And then you can see the transition of it's this really dark, dark, absolute I hate everything and everyone. And now it's turning into a brightness of there's hope and life in the world. There's better the way. There's like I'm turning into this happy, jovial person where I used to mock all the time, like the fucking hippie yeah. that guy. Fuck yeah. him for being happy. Yeah. And now I'm that guy. I'm like, you could be like this too. It's actually pretty awesome. Like yeah. it's really cool being happy. <laughs> it's a, it's and a, you th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take the highs with the highs, and you take the lows with the lows. And I've learned how to deal with those lows because I've had better highs that keep me floating in those lows now. Yeah. So it's like. It's instead of the peaks and huge valleys, it's just like the little ripples now that aren't yeah. so bad. Just ride the waves. Ride now. the waves. And yeah. you ride, uh, I'm like, this is pretty awesome. Like, I have a few mantras that every now and then when shits get really rough, I just get to repeat to myself. I'm like, it'll pass. It's like anything else. It will pass. Mm-hmm. Time is your friend. It's also your enemy. But when you can make it work for you, make it work for you. Yeah. You know, just hang on. Absolutely. I got uh, the big one that I've been using lately, and I've been talking about it online all the time, is Grace. Not slack. That's you give yourself the grace to fail and learn. Yeah. But not the slack to quit. Yep. So you just you know, you give her. See what happens. And if you fuck it up, okay. Yep. Cool. Try it again tomorrow. Or or don't. Yeah. Move on to something else. Like but the moment you go, Oh, I can't fucking do this. Yep. Can't you though? <laughs> can't you? Right. <laughs> like, okay. Give yourself a day or two, right? Whatever. But uh, it's been up. it's been really helpful just to the, the fact of having the grace, giving yourself the time, being patient, and being good to yourself. Yeah. Right? And it's such a huge leap for a lot of us because we just want to fucking rip into us ourselves. Right. Sacrifice the body, right? Yeah. And, and you go head, head first, and a lot of us did. And too yeah. little, too late. I'm 40. You move like I'm 80. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing quite like I, I was... I remember, uh, was it like the first day when we were all out in the, they were doing introductions and stuff like that? Yeah. They finished up and everyone started to get up and you could hear, like, yeah. oh, and all the dad sounds there. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, people, like, people are stretching and you can hear backs cracking. Like, ah, there you go. I was like, yep, yep. A bunch <laughs> yeah, of old, broken people hanging <laughs> <you know>? out. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, the, and we're gonna uh, jump off an airplane, and now we're gonna go leap out of an airplane. Yeah, yeah it sounds well, like a great idea. I'm gonna go hang you in the gallows for a little while, then we're gonna go. You notice yeah. everyone's face? You got to sit on your knees, and when they climb, everyone's like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah, do you have any idea what my knees feel like right now? <laughs> There's no way I can do that. <laughs> my fucking knees were hurting so much. <laughs> uh, 
I was, it was, as soon as the door opened, I was like, oh, okay, good. I can straighten my leg out. And then I was like, wait a second. I know. That's not the way I want to do it. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's part of it. They designed it by design for that. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Make the plane as Make uncomfortable as possible so, so you want to get out of it. Yeah. Go, no, man. You got to go. Sorry, man. This ain't comfortable. Yeah. You don't want to be in here. That's you notice how the pilot is the only guy with a comfortable chair and you're on your knees? Yeah. By design. Get out. No, that makes sense. Although maybe they should just take the padding out. But then we'd probably leave early. Yeah. So the padding is just enough to keep padding's you comfortable. Padding is enough to keep you comfortable enough. Until you're high enough like, that you can't get you're out of this <laughs> You're uncomfortable. No one wants to be uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, it, you know, we've been rolling for a little bit here now. I really appreciate you... Uh, you sitting down chatting with me it has been Appreciate an absolute it, pleasure chatting with you it's uh so much fun when you get someone that knows how to talk <laughs> no, the, I, I just burble sometimes it's the it's the dragoon in you right you guys are used to just fucking it's the radio thing right Listen you have to, your to be fucking nets, clarity man. Just, your guys' nets are stress. brutal yeah i gotta say i lost my mind like the engineer, engineer nets are just like biff it like that's it well you know what i think is a lot of it was it, it rolled down to the old cavalry mentality of the aristocrat type mentality yeah. of like we're gonna talk a little bit and make a good story of this and old chap what's going on over there what, what do you say meanwhile i'm like i'm on the recce net going man my, my i'm a brigade asset i don't belong to you please shut up yeah. i have stuff to get out mm. short and sweet brevity done carry on yeah I, th- I think actually probably the worst are the strats. Oh god, yeah. Those guys Terrible. fucking never stop talking. The worst. Although, no way. But they were the, like the old cavalry. They still had horses, right? I mean, technically they have horses, but yeah, they're yeah. They have horses. What, what are we actually going to do with those horses? Like, right? Like, we're going to go around. Yeah, show them off. That Stampede. really is. Yeah, that's it's a recruiting bad. tool. <laughs> um, any uh, any final points? Any burning things in your mind that you want to get off your chest to the world oh god man no because then i'll be banned you'll be banned off the internet i i doubt that will happen no i got nothing man nothing. just trying to sound cool you know? no nothing i'm, I'm no. in a, i'm in a blissful place where I, I i got nothing bad or anything to say i didn't say you do you man. i didn't say bad you do you. <laughs> that's usually what it goes to you got anything to say i was like normally i do and it's i've got a lot to say I just i'm not gonna say because it, it causes a lot of hurt feelings but good things man i think it's just at this point, when you're trying to get to this point of healing, it, you, you do that reflection of you're no longer trying to correct anyone else. You accept things you can't control, and you just do you. Yeah, man. I appreciate people for being them. As long as you're doing no harm, you do yeah. you, man. Yeah. You that's do, it. You do you. That's a great line. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, man. This has been awesome. We'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get you later. Damn right. Chibo! That concludes another episode of The Toolbox. I really appreciate y'all listening. It has been my absolute pleasure bringing you this guest. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, subscribe, do all that other wicked stuff. It uh, helps me keep the lights on. To all those out there putting it on the line every day, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. Military, veterans, first responders, civil servants, you name it, keep this place running, and I really do appreciate it. So thank you. Don't forget, stay open, stay humble, stay focused, with grace, not slack. Gmo.